So transitioning to strategies, asset classes, markets, you know, a lot of things have changed since COVID. I know uh, pretty much student housing became the least favorite product uh, after COVID hit. And oddly enough, downtowns, you know, CBDs became tougher. So what's kind of the, when, when the deal comes across your desk, you go, oh yeah, we can, we're all over this thing. We're gonna be super competitive. What does that deal look like? A student deal? No. <laughs> Across all asset classes, what's the opposite of student <laughs> yeah, what's the opposite of student deals? Um, I mean, we like we like markets that um, you know national markets, stock markets. Those those are our favorites. But we'll we'll play in the BC space as far as uh, tertiary markets. We'll we'll go. Um, you know, if there's any type of uh, you know concentration, maybe there's a, a military base close by. You know, that'll give us a little bit of agita. But you know. Typically, if workforce housing, I mean, we're all over it. It doesn't really matter where it is. Um, you know, middle America, we're there. Uh, we do a ton of business in Texas, uh, California, throughout the uh, Atlantic Seaboard. And, um, you know, we're really everywhere. But it's, it's again, you know, who's bringing us the deal? That, that's, that gets excited, you know what I mean? Um, if you're someone that has 30,000 units and you want to bring us the deal, that's great. You know what? They're like the, they know more about the deal than you know most other people do. They, they're seeing a lot of them. So uh, again, it's the client that's really important. But um, yeah, I mean, the secondary markets are actually easier to get done than the top markets. Um, and then, you know, because you're sitting there, you go into Boston, uh, LA, Chicago, uh, Miami, local banks start getting involved, and um, those are harder to compete with. Yeah, and I'll add that. We've been very successful with Arbor in the tertiary markets, uh, where other lenders have been, you know, a little more timid. And uh, yeah, so we've been successful. Arbor stepped up, said, "Yeah, we understand that. We understand your business plan, and we get the smaller market." And uh, those deals have turned out very well. So that is definitely an advantage of you guys that I've noticed. Um, and so, what about you? What about uh, you know deals that come across your desk? Um, what gets you excited? Well, Texas is a, sort of our bread and butter, Texas and surrounding states on the lending side. For, our, for equity, it's much more nationally focused uh, for flagship. Uh, but our bread and butter is Texas. Uh, we, we've done deals in, in you know, various, uh, really every market across the, the whole state. Um, in a similar, mm -hmm. similar situation, we're, we're obviously quite comfortable doing tertiary markets uh, in those areas. We've done uh, some recent deals in Arkansas and Oklahoma. Um, and you know, there's good there's good job and growth stories there. Um, we love to see that. Um, you know, I think Alex really it goes back to what I what I said earlier, which is it's, it's relationships and it's experience. And uh, you know, we're not we're not looking for somebody that has 10,000 units under their belt, but we want to know that there's that that knowledge and that capability um, and the integrity piece. So um, those are all. And, and we're we're doing business with new sponsors every day, uh, but um, you know when I say new, I don't mean somebody who's never done a deal, never you know never swung a hammer and or never uh, managed a construction project, and now it's going to take down 240 units. It's right. like, yeah, come back in a year, we'll see how that one goes. But um, you know we're we're also open-minded. We if there's if it's clear that this sponsor may maybe does not have deep, deep experience, but, but has a proven story on a project or two uh, before that, 
we love to see those deals, and you know, we want to help help people grow to that next level uh, by partnering with them in that situation. So, you said that you were seeing deals from new sponsors, not as, as an inexperienced, but new to you, new Correct. to the platform. Correct. Right? Yes. Yeah, and I'm, and obviously, Arb is a huge shop, so you guys are seeing new borrowers all the time as well, mm -hmm. and you can't learn everything about somebody in a day. But with that being said, first impressions are really important. So what are the kind of the key things that you're looking for on that initial email, that initial phone call, initial meeting that goes, oh yeah, you know what? This is actually a sponsor that I may want to do business with and take more seriously. Like, like a huge social media presence, for example. Yeah. yeah. That's, like, that's, a, that's a big TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> for for flagship, um, you know, trying to think what, what you know tie no tie. You know, yeah, I mean, it really goes back to what I said earlier. Do you know your deal? I mean, that, that's it's it's very simple. It's you know, you get on a call and, and people are just they don't have any answers for you. It's like, well, why are we having this conversation? And and it really really bodes poorly with our principles because time is time is really of the essence in our in our shop. We're a small group where we're trying to get business done. Man, when someone's stammering on the other end of the phone, that is just a, a killer. That that's end of conversation right there. You you the phone goes on mute. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, the discussions begin uh, on our side and it's like well, why are we having this conversation? So preparation, I mean that's what it's all about to us. Know your deal. It's really important. Well said. Yeah, and it's also the package you submit too, right? So if you're sitting there and um, if it's a refinance of a deal that you already own and you know the historical operations are a mess and you, you provide me something that's on you know the back of a napkin and you're not using software, it's like, all right, well, they're not a sophisticated operator. Um, you know, that's one concern that you're going to have. Um, but you know, if you're sitting there and it's a bridge loan, you send in a package and you have unrealistic assumptions, you're saying. Uh, you know, you're going to grow higher than the, the market's growing, or you're going to attain rents that no one's getting in the market. You say, okay, um, well, we're going to change that back to whatever the market's been doing for the last couple of years, and then we're going to put in what rents are today at the premiums, you know, for a renovated unit. And then we'll cut it back and we'll say, all right, well, your NOI was X, ours is Y. Either it still works or it doesn't. But, you know, if you're sitting there and you're making unrealistic assumptions, it's going to be hard for us to get on board. I think taking that a step further, you know, we're also checking uh, when somebody gives us comps, whether that's sale comps or, or rent comps, and we're checking that. And it's really disconcerting when somebody clearly hasn't done their research or, or maybe the, the numbers are um, juiced a little bit. That's very disconcerting, and you know, that's, the conversations don't really progress from there. So let's stick on the package. I like this topic a lot. Um, you know, the debt on the debt side, you. As a sponsor, we're often approaching lenders before we actually have the deal under control, right? Because the valuation of the, of the real estate is highly dependent on the leverage, uh, on, the, on the financing. So with that being said, we don't have often the opportunity to put together a full book and, and, and the full. So, what, so you know, the point is, what is the optimal amount of information that, okay, this guy's done his homework, but, you know, hey, he hasn't put together the full package. So what's the ideal, what's, you know, just enough information, and, but not too much? I mean, if you're talking about just your standard agency deal, I mean, you need a trailing 12 historical operations, rent roll, your year one pro forma, um, and that's really all we need. 
Um, you know, depending on what the scope of it is, if you're just planning on buying it and operating it as is, you know, small business plan. But, you know, if there's a value add component, we're going to want to hear more. Um, obviously, a bridge loan is going to take a little bit more. We're going to want to see your CapEx budget uh, detailed. We're going to want to see a five-year growth forma um, and then a little bit more uh, detailed business plan. But, you know, we don't necessarily need your comps because we're going to get our own anyways and we have them in-house. Um, so if you have them, that's great. It shows that you did your due diligence and that's great. Um, as long as they're the right comps. If they're the wrong comps, it's not going to help. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's really not that much. It's, it's less than you would think. And for you guys? So, um, look, for an initial indication of interest, <clears throat> we're, we're a small group. We, we can you know, have these conversations. Um, I think to try to get to try to get down to real business terms and uh, whether or not this deal is going to work for us, I think we need a lot more information. But for initial indication of interest, I think um, there's probably not that much information that's needed just to see, okay, is this a market that you'd be willing to lend in? Is this a situation that you'd be willing to lend in? Um, you know, does the project seem to make sense to you? Is the uh, because we're, we're we're a niche lender, you know, we, we don't we we don't have the capability of doing thousands and thousands of deals a year. I mean, we're, we, we just, we don't compete with Arbor in that way. Um, so for us, it's, uh, there's a box, you know, and, and our hope is to not waste anyone's time. And so we, we want to try to give you an indication as quickly as we can about whether or not this is even in the realm of what we do. And, and But then in order to get, you know, real business terms out, we need a lot of that similar information. It's just, it's very difficult to, um, to, to put a, a term sheet in front of someone without having all the backup and, and uh, you know, the detail of the project. So one other topic that I'd like to cover is it's a very competitive market. There's a lot of uh, a lot of other sponsors that, that we as buyers are competing against. And how, how, how do you guys as a lender align yourselves with your borrower to really help them through the uh, buying process, whether it's kind of, you know, giving them a nudge or maybe a, a phone call recommendation on invest and final or, you know, some sort of juice that they can get, you know, what, what's, what's one of the ways that you can help sponsors, you know, get over the line and actually win a deal in this market? Some of the things that we see um, is just, I mean, the pure volume. Um, we're doing, you know, I was on Mark earlier, we're probably screening about 150 deals a week. Um, so, we're, and we're closing over a thousand a year, so it's about, you know, 20% hit rate on screen versus close. But we have so much in-house data, um, just as far as what deals are closing at, um, what deals are uh, currently performing at as far as uh, comps on rent and expenses. So if you're trying to craft your uh, NOI and you're saying, hey, do you think we can get you know, there's 500 bucks a unit on R&M realistic in this market. What are you seeing? What do you have in your portfolio? It's like, well, you know, we're seeing everything operating around 800. So, you know, you might want to craft your, uh, you know, your template a little bit different to, to account for that. But, I mean, those are the things that we can do. Um, you know, as far as nudging brokers and things like that, that's, you know, that's a little bit different. But, you know, I mean, uh, you know, we can always sit there and, and give you the best terms uh, going in so you know what you're up against. And, you can put your maximum uh, number out there right. and feel comfortable about it. And not retrading. Yeah, that is <laughs> something that we are definitely not interested in doing is retrading. 
I mean, that's the last thing. I mean, I was talking to someone the other day, and um, they're looking to get a new lender just because the last three deals they did, they got retraded the last week. I mean, no one wants to sit there thinking that you're going to have a, a $10 million loan, and then, you know, you have to scrounge up another $500,000 the last week because it's now 9-5. That's frustrating. Yep. Um, that's something that we try to avoid at all costs. I think for us, um, probably more the experience of, of you know, understanding what renovations really take and, and experience from the operational side of, of, a, of a transaction, you know, of a, uh, operating the, the complex or something along those lines. That, that's probably our best value add. I mean, it's, look, we're not, we're not a giant shop. We don't have access to the same data. We, we do see quite a few deals considering our size, and so we do have a pretty good knowledge of what's going on in the markets, um, but you know, to, to be able to um, you know give you operational data of dozens of places, uh, you know, unfortunately, that that's not really um, that's not really what flagship offers. But we do um, have you know sort of a very personal uh, approach um, that I think you touched on earlier, and it's the same on our lending side. You know, we, we um, are very um, you know, we, we answer quickly. We, we turn around uh, capex uh, um, reimbursement requests very quickly, and um, you know are realistic about the, the fact that people are trying to you know continue moving on with their projects, and, and so you can you know, have some some comfort knowing that uh, that it's not going to be put on someone's desk and, and and you know sit there for several weeks for somebody to ultimately get to it, but. Um, and you know, again, it's, it, and I say this because it's it's just a, a very high touch kind of situation, and it, on the front end, all, all the way through to pay off, basically. Yeah, you make a good point. It's it's not just about the origination; it's about the servicing of the loan. Um, you know, if you can originate a loan and then the servicing's a nightmare, it's not worth it. So, uh, I think that's that's a good point. Is that asset management is very important to have uh, good hands-on team. Absolutely.